lads, how's it going? Welcome to Absolutely Savage, which our favourite host, Mr. David Savage. How are you all feeling anyway, lads? Um, so that's kind of the first thing I wanted to talk about, really, is the name of the show. So obviously it's been the name of the show since day one, and I get that that's what most people know it as, and come here, like, I mean, at the time I thought it was after coming up with gold, but I'm not sure about the name anymore. Now, a lot of people like it. Like, it's been said to me on more than one occasion that people really, really like the show, the name of the show. And I get that because, look, it is a little bit, you know, it's kind of a play on words or whatever, so it's kind of cool. But I just don't know if it suits what I want to do with the show going forward. Because I think I kind of want to change a bit about the show anyway. Like, I love doing interviews and I love all that kind of crack. But I'm not sure what to do when it's a solo show. Like, even today, you know, I have a few things I want to talk about, but I don't know what kind of a show I really want to get going. And that kind of... That's kind of something I've been struggling with there the last the last few weeks in particular. So, I suppose I've been struggling a little bit with what kind of... I, I suppose I suppose I'm coming out from a mental health point of view. I've been feeling a bit unsure about this show. And... That might be a surprise to some people, I don't know. Like, it might be very, very obvious to other people or whatever, but I'm not sure what to do with it. And I've been talking to a few people, and they're saying the same thing. Like, you know, why don't you just try something else or rebrand it or whatever? And, yeah, it's probably what I'm going to do going forward. Like, I mean, what do you think? Like, I mean, look, to anybody who's supported the show so far, I really, really appreciate it. And, um, you know, going forward, I, I hope you like what I'm going to do with it anyway, regardless. But, I suppose... My favourite thing to do is interviews and stuff like that. That is my favourite thing to do. But it's not easy to get interviews every week. Like, you know, people have to be free or people have to be ever, ever. And, you know, I, I don't want to be using the same people all the time either. And look, come here, anybody who's been on the show so far has been absolutely fantastic. Like, I really, really appreciate um, what you've done for me and everything. But I suppose... I, I suppose I, I, I don't know where I'm going with this show, really. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about... What I've been feeling about the show the last few weeks. You see, the problem with me is that I like I kind of let the show dictate how I feel as a person sometimes, and not just this show. Any creative project that I take on, I sometimes let it dictate how I feel about myself, which isn't a healthy thing to do. And like, I suppose I can think about that logically, but look, tomorrow I could feel different about it, but. The biggest mistake that I make is that if I think this show isn't doing well, I associate that with who I am as a person, which is a very it can become a very toxic thing after a while. So it can be very toxic to do that to yourself. Like for example, if I if I look at the listener figures and I don't feel that they're where they should be, which they shouldn't be in anywhere in particular. Like if you logically think about it, this is for anybody who's doing a creative project as well. Like. No matter what you're doing, it doesn't have to be in a certain place by any certain time. It's about the creative process and whether you're enjoying it or not. And that's kind of what I'm going to focus on more than anything at this stage. I'm going to focus on the fact that I'm creating something that I love. Something I'm very passionate about. And I've always wanted to be some sort of performer. And that's what I'm doing. And I'm very, very grateful for the fact that people have, you know, given me the time and listened to me. And, um, do you know, I really, I really do appreciate that. But, as, as as I say, it can affect my mood sometimes when I don't feel like I'm doing enough. Like, 
I can nearly sit there being like, well, you're fucking useless anyway because your show wasn't doing well enough and thinking like that I'm, I'm after failing or something. Now, the reason I'm talking about this is because this is something that has affected me personally. But while I'm, while I'm putting this out there, I kind of want to just, I suppose, probably tell you my story. But like, I suppose I want, I want somebody who else, somebody else who may be struggling with something creative that they can listen to this and be like, yeah, I true, I, I do feel like that. Because look, I suppose it's a very common thing for somebody who's creating something. Like anybody who's created any sort of thing, whether it's music, whether it's art, whether it's um, YouTube, something like that. Um, YouTube is something I definitely want to give a go eventually, uh, along with stand-up. But I think it's definitely something that's going to, like, it's going to affect you in some way, you know. So I understand that, like. But I suppose what I'm trying to say to people is that you can't let, um, you can't let what you're doing define who you are as a person. And that's kind of the mistake that a lot of people make, I think, when they do creative things is that they kind of let, um, you know, they, they kind of define themselves as people based on what they're doing. And that's kind of something that I'm trying not to do anymore now, if I can help it. So, this is kind of what the show is going to be from now on, really. It's just more of a creative outlet. I'm definitely going to have more people involved, don't get me wrong. I'm getting on to people all the time. But as I say, people aren't always available. I mean, I'm not fucking calling it up Ryan, like trying to get people on the show all the time. So, interviews is definitely where I'm most comfy. It's probably you know, the happiest I am when I'm doing the show. But at the same time, um, I just, I love doing this anyway. I love recording things. I love just talking to you, having the crack. And, um, again, I'm not, I'm not going to focus too much on figures anymore. The show's doing all right, man. Like, it's doing all right, but I think I set unrealistic expectations for myself sometimes, you know. I think, like, I can do this thing sometimes where I'm like, oh, it has to be at this stage by now, and it has to be here by now, whatever. But it doesn't have to be that way. Like, I mean... At the end of the day, it's about whether I'm enjoying it or not. And I am enjoying it. I'm really, really, really enjoying doing this show. And that's what I kind of have to think about from now on. So I'm going to try and do it anyway, lads. So I suppose that's kind of all I wanted to talk about from that point. Um, Don't worry, this show is going to have a lot more. But I kind of just wanted to talk about how things have been over the last while. Like, um, And of course, like, look, lads, we're coming out the other end of the pandemic now. Uh, I'm actually getting my vaccine this Saturday, so I'm quite uh, quite happy about that. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. But I think we're coming out the other side. Like, I've been out for points now last weekend, and that was great. It's great to be able to see people again, just have the crack. Like, when I, you know what I loved more than anything is I was ordering a pint last week, and I went up to the counter, and I was standing at the bar, and I just, I just got that smell of, do you know when... It's like, it's almost, how do I describe it? It's like beer coasters, do you know what I mean? Do you want know, that kind of brewery smell that's just in the air when you're inside in a pub and you just feel fucking great about it? I love that, and I love the atmosphere. I love the fact that I got a proper pint. Like, I mean, I think I said this a few months ago, no matter what you do, like, you can't get a proper pint out of a can. I don't give a shit what anyone says. You can't do it, like, so that's that's something I was very, very happy to experience. Um... But it's great, like, we're, we're, I'm a social creature at the end of the day, and I really did need people, I need to see people, so it's good that I'm getting the vaccine as well, delighted with it, um, I'll let you know if anything weird happens to me if I start um, start going crazy or start experiencing any side effects, um, 
I'm actually trying to get people who are anti-vax on this podcast. And not because... Not... Look... I'm not... Not because I really, really want to hear... Like, it's not that I'm very like... Oh, maybe they might convince me. It's not that. I'm just... I'm actually curious as to what makes somebody think that. And look... We all come from different experiences. And that's kind of... Something I want to touch on as well. Is that like people... There's an awful lot of toxicity online. And... You know... It, com- it comes an awful lot from like... People just wanting to kind of have the lowest opinion, kind of. Like, I looked online today, like, and there was just... There was something... There was actually some article um, that came up. It's like... Uh, what was it again? It's like... Um, oh, yeah. It was... It was uh, The World Health Organization is apparently coming out saying this. You know, women that are of birthing age, childbirthing age, shouldn't be allowed to drink alcohol. No, I don't know if this is a piss take or what, or if it's to distract something else, but whatever it is anyway, regardless. The comments are so fucking toxic. Like, obviously... Anybody with half a brain looks at that and says, what a load of bollocks, like, you know, like, what to define birthing age. I mean, some people can have children well into their 40s, whereas other people, I, I'm not making this a biological show, I don't know what the fuck I'm on about, I don't actually know that for certain or whatever, but the point I'm making is that it's taking people's liberties away anyway, like, I can't, I'm, I'm kind of surprised the World Health Organization is after coming out about that, I didn't expect that or whatever, but anyway, that's a, that's a separate issue, but, um... What people are commenting on stuff. Like, people are commenting on stuff being, like... Like, there's lads. I'd say in their 40s, 50s. I'd not fuck. But they're commenting on stuff being, like... Well, it's no harm that women finally have to realise how hard it is to be one of the lads or something. I was kind of looking at that going... Look, I'm not going to fucking make this a kind of a... You know, a source of justice thing or whatever, but... What a load of bollocks, man. Seriously, like, you can't honestly fucking think that, like... And, like... My general rule of thumb, really, is to just be sound, like... Like, if everyone in the world was sound, we wouldn't have the fucking issues. Like, I'm not trying to sound like, you know, like John Lennon, whatever, you may say I'm a dream or whatever, but, like, I do genuinely think that, like, the best way to go forward is to just be sound. Like, as people, that's the only way we're going to progress, really. So, it's very strange when, like, it's, it's strange and annoying when you see people, you know, having wars on bloody Facebook and, you know, all this kind of stuff. I got off Twitter years ago, but apparently Twitter's the most toxic fucking place on the planet. Um, I tried the old TikTok thing there, but I haven't even experienced the toxicity of that yet because it's just, uh, I'm not very good at it. Um, for anybody who wants to follow me on TikTok, um, it's just David Savage. I think it's like 5496 or something. Um, I don't know. It's, you'll find me anyway. I think it's linked to my Facebook or something. So you'll find me on that. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I, I haven't experienced the proper kind of TikTok toxicity either. TikTok toxicity! TikTok toxicity! It's uh, That sounds like a fucking, um... A song by like some forty one or something. TikTok toxicity, all the way to be. All of the boys are out in the sea, and we're going to the pool, and we're gonna go mad. And I swear I'm not gonna take any more crap. TikTok toxicity. Yes, that's my um early two thousands bit there now. Um, no, like it's a strange one though when you see people having just fucking arguments like, and it's like, boys, can we not all just sit down and be sound with each other? Like, no matter what it is. Like, I left Ireland Simpsons fans a long time ago. And people will know about Ireland Simpsons fans. I must talk about it with Aaron on un- Uninformed, actually. But people know all about Ireland Simpsons fans. So what it started out was... Um, it's a Simpsons page, essentially. But it's for Irish people who want to make memes related to pop culture. But no matter what the fuck someone puts up... If it's in any way tipping towards some sort of social fucking thing... There's bloody war in the comments, man. 
And it's like, would you not just fuck off? Seriously. Now, you do have, like... But you you see, you have people from both sides. So, from a more, like, right-leaning side, you have your edgelords that put up something like being like, oh, when feminists give out about socialists, blah, blah, blah. Look, I get that's a stupid fucking joke and it makes no sense whatever. But at the same time, just let the person do it. Like, what the fuck? Like, you reacting to that is the exact war that they want. And it's the same thing with people who, you know... You know, people who are putting up, like, far-left things, you know, like, people who are putting up things like, um, when you see, like, you know, I don't know, privileged men giving out about something, and look, I agree, whatever, but, like, it's like, you're not going to fucking solve anything by having this argument, and that's kind of what I'm ranting about here, is just, I'm sick of people having bloody arguments online, like, there's no fucking, and I get, I get it's an outlet for some people, like, it seems to be, anyway, it seems to be a bloody outlet for some people, but, look, Whatever. Anyway, lads, how are you? Are you alright? <laughs> how are you there? I didn't even notice you there. Can I get you a cup of tea or something there? Sorry about that. I fucking... I, I, I'm, the manners on me are, are awful. I, I'm even using the F word so much. Um, As I said before, I, I've only realised in recent times how bad my language actually is, you know. Um, But anyway, look, uh, you know. <laughs> so, lads, I was going to talk... Like, I suppose the, kind of the main thing I wanted to talk about was stuff like that. Like, conspiracy theory, stuff like that. So, like, I've kind of been thinking an awful lot lately. I love a good conspiracy theory, like, don't get me wrong. I love a good, like, you know, thing, something something that makes you question reality, something that makes you question society, stuff like that. I love all that kind of crack. Like, I uh, look at it, do I believe any of it? I don't know. I don't think it's worth getting into, to be honest. Like, look, you might say, like, oh, you're in the prison because you're not thinking like the rest of us, man. Or no, no, it's not that a lot. It's just, I find my life is easier if I don't, try to focus solely on conspiracy theories and shit like that like for example do you know that one about like you know those things like is 9-11 an inside job all that kind of stuff i look the way i look at that is like that may be true there's credibility for it i get why people believe it but it's the kind of thing where i'm like you're just going to make your life fierce fucking difficult if you believe that to be honest with you it's just going to make things like, we're never going to find out the truth about that anyway. Like, like think logically. Do you really think if that's true, we're ever going to find out? And, again, this isn't me endorsing that theory, but I'm just saying, there's no fucking point. Like, like I think, as I say, the, the, the best way to look after your mental health and stuff, and that's one awful lot, like, conspiracy theories are people wanting to believe in something or wanting to challenge something. And I think the best way to do that, honestly, the best way to be happy within yourself, is to just focus on your own life, and your inner circle, like focus on, like, instead of looking up conspiracy theories, now I look up conspiracy theories in a healthy way, because I look them up for fun, I don't take them on, like, I have a buddy who rings me sometimes, and he'd be like, did you see this theory, did you see this conspiracy theory, like, what are we going to do, like what are we going to do if this is true, whatever, and it's like, well no, there's nothing, it doesn't matter if it's fucking, like, we're not going to find out, and it's not a case where, it's like, like Pizzagate, right? So for anyone that doesn't know what Pizzagate is. So Pizzagate is the, um, Pizzagate is the theory that the world is run by these lads, like, so all the government and all that, right? They're all in with this thing that, um, they basically kill, um, they kill children and harbour their blood to keep themselves youthful. So it's the explain it, it, it kind of the explanation for it is why 
you know, Hollywood actors look look so so much better than us and all the rest. Now, I have an easy theory on that. I think it's because they can just afford better fucking cosmetics and better, like, you know, makeup and skincare routines, all that kind of shit. And, you know, like, I think that's why a lot of it is. But have you seen Courtney Cox, lads? I don't think she looks any better than a lot of women that I know, like, do you know what I mean? That, that are of the same age as her, like. Apparently she's 57. That's hardly fucking true, is it? Let's look that up. But, like, again, that, that so, so, so people believe that, um, that they're harboring like children's blood so they're killing them and oh she is 57 fucking hell anyway Ursa she looks okay for 57 I suppose she looks like a bit of a lizard though since she got that Botox and the whole lot and what's the story with her eyes did she get something done to her eyes I'm holding up a picture of Courtney Cox lads that's why I that's that's probably why anyway I'm not getting sidetracked here what I was saying is that like people believe this um theory right Pizzagate and it's called Pizzagate because apparently it's Apparently it's it's completely located in like this pizza place in Chicago, I think. Right? I could be wrong about that, but anyway, it, it, it doesn't matter because it's a lot of bollocks. But there's this one pizza delivery place where like you know Barack Obama and the boys where they're all sitting down and they ring it up, and like Obama's just there like, can I get a CP please? It stands for like child pornography or something like that. I don't fucking. It's something to do with like being pedophiles as well. Like basically, <laughs> I'm probably explaining this badly, but basically. These conspiracy theorists, they believe that, um, they believe that, um, like, the world is run by pedophiles who are harboring children, like, basically doing awful things to children, and then, like, you know, killing them and taking their, taking their blood and stuff, you know, to stay young. But, like, I don't know how you could actually believe that really like uh, or I don't know what are they called QAnon is their name right so these are the gang that believe that and the problem is is that like I know people who do believe this stuff now whether they believe every bit of it I don't know but they do believe in this stuff and look I'm showing a bit of compassion here because it is a case where the world scares you but you don't you, you want an easier explanation for why that is and I understand that, because I've had that insecurity myself. Man, when things go wrong, like, I've often had to go to work in the rain and rant at Angela about the fact that we live in Ireland and it's a shithole because the weather's shit. But I can't control that, man. But I'm just, the point I'm making is that I want something to fight against in that situation. Or like, even like, you know, if I'm going somewhere and someone gives me bad directions, in my head I'm like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, you know, shout at that person. I'm not going to in all reality, because that's not nice. They might have just messed up the directions. But the point I'm making is that, like, we all want to blame somebody or we all want to fight somebody. Look, what happens with world governments is obviously fucked up. Especially in, like, America and shit. Not just America, obviously. But, like, when you look at, like, Jeffrey Epstein, stuff like that, right? Obviously, that's all fucked up. And there is an awful lot of, like, messed up shit happening, right? Nobody's denying that. But to kind of, I suppose, like, if there's an awful lot of very evil shit going on, I don't know, the way to look at it is, it's, it's not going to affect you majorly. I know that sounds very selfish, because people are like, oh, why don't you try and make a change? But I don't know for a fact if there's shit going on to even make a change. Like, I can't prove that the government are doing this shit, you know what I mean? So that's kind of what I believe about that. Like, and you See, it's, it's a strange one, because like, I think Donald Trump actually liked the fact that QAnon existed and all that because that created a great divide. 
So for someone like Donald Trump to hear that, like, you know, this uh you know, there's QAnon and they believe that you're the one trying to save people like I've had people, you know, who believe a lot of shit from QAnon who've said things to me like, you know, Donald Trump's the only fella trying to solve it, like, or whatever and you know I think he really likes it. I think he likes the fact that people believe this crap, like, you know? But it's such a strange fucking existence we have, like, where we can actually just... We almost... Uh, I don't know how to say what I'm saying, lads, but I'm sick, I'm sick of all this bloody toxic shit, to be honest with you. But there's toxicity wherever you go. Like, for example... So, for anybody that watches the, is watching the Euros, we saw the Christian Eriksen... Um, collapsed the other day now he's fine now apparently but he collapsed with his heart it could have gone either way now at the end of the day that's just a man who's after collapsing football isn't involved here for a second this is a man a father of two who just collapsed and thankfully he's okay thankfully this um respect to his teammates first of all i just want to say respect to his teammates who um stood around him and made sure that the cameras couldn't see him while he was being, you know, resuscitated. Shame on whoever the camera crew are. Like, seriously, for 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 anyone, for any broadcaster. I mean, BBC, to be fair, came out and spoke about it or whatever. And, you know, but seriously, like, this is the problem with media. Is that they're willing to go and film something so inhumane. So somebody getting, you know, the help they need in a situation where they're, they could die. Thankfully, he was okay. It's a very traumatic thing for football fans to have to watch in a stadium. And then to be trying to film it for dra- dramatic reasons. Like, it's not a reality television show, lads, at the end of the day. Like, stop filming this shit. And it's kind of so- it's kind of something why I'm glad I don't work in mainstream media in a lot of ways. Because, like, I suppose there's an awful lot of fucking... I don't want to use the word evil because that sounds like a conspiracy... I'm again bordering on conspiracy theory level where it's like malice... But it's unethical. There's an awful lot of unethical activity. There's an awful lot of, you know, people believing that the best thing to do is to show somebody at their most vulnerable to destroy them. Like, for example, what happened with Caroline Flack? May she rest in peace. Like, seriously, what they did to that, like, what the media in general did to that, to that poor woman. And it was happening for years, like, you know. She obviously had mental health issues. Look, I'm not going to say I was an expert on her. I wasn't. I didn't know her an awful lot. I didn't know an awful lot about her. I knew she presented X Factor. I knew she presented Love Island. But, again, media hounding her. And they've done the same thing. They're doing the same thing with other celebrities. Like, look, wherever you stand on the whole royal thing, whether you believe Meghan Markle is, a is you know, this, that, or the other, or she's going against the royals. Again, now that it's kind of after pushing away as well, but the, the media badgering they were giving her, is not too far off Caroline Flack. And again, the kind of the question I want to ask is like, where does when's it gonna stop? Do you know, when is it when is it gonna to become to a point where you're gonna to have to say, Oh yeah, well, that person died now because of this, so maybe we should stop. But people are gonna die all the time because of that shit shit, you know what I mean? And that's the toxicity that exists online. But because I think it's and and in television and in everything, but it's certainly gotten worse since it's gotten online. Do you know, and that's that's kind of something that people need to... Look, I'm not a fucking expert on any of this. You might think I'm talking absolute bollocks, and that's fair enough. I understand if you think I'm talking absolute bollocks. Look, 
maybe I am, but I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to talk about something I don't know about. I, I, I'm only talking about what I see in the media. Just scraping me headphones there. Sorry about that. But like, I'm only talking about what I see in the media, and I see an awful lot of unethical business. And it was the same even when I was, uh, to a certain degree, when I was studying radio. There was almost a sense of trying to get the worst out of people. And, again, I'm, I, I, look, I'm not going to go into that too much because that sounds like I'm giving out. I'm not giving out about anyone in particular or anything. I'm really not. But with journalism as well, because I studied a little bit of journalism with radio. But there's almost a sense of try and get the worst out of somebody. Try and see somebody at their worst. And I understand, look, that's what sells. I mean, people are interested in people at their worst at the end of the day. Even as fucked up as it sounds. When somebody did what Caroline Flack did, there's it's a popular story. And that's messed up, man. I know it is. It's it is. It's completely fucked up. And I'm not gonna talk about that anymore because that's look, that's not that's not something that I know anything about necessarily, right? It's it's again it's just what I see. But there is an awful lot of unethical behaviour in the media. And I don't know how the fuck I got into this rank, because I was talking about my own problems. Maybe this is what I should do. I should be kind of an edgelord, you know, one of these um one of these kind of like I'm I am I'm one of the, I'm one of these conspir I'm not a conspiracy theorist I just know more than you, but I'm not actually like you know and I don't want to be coming across like that either like I, I'm, I'm at the end of the day I'm trying to be a funny man I'm trying to be an entertainer, so this is kind of the most serious I've been with an episode now in a while, but like I suppose it's kind of funny but look lads I I don't know really where I'm going with any of this, but um. From the point of conspiracy theories, I understand why people like conspiracy theories. It's a sense of belonging, almost. You know, like, if you can say, oh, well, me and you know the shit. Like, you know, like, look, at the end of the day, I know that I'm on the outside here with this or whatever, but I know more than someone else. And that's something that people love to be able to say. But I suppose what my advice to anybody is to, t- to not take on conspiracy theories too much. Like... I suppose look at the world around you, look at the people you know, and just try try to focus on them. Try to focus on what's good about the people you know. Try and focus on, like, instead of looking up why is 9-11 an inside job, why don't you text one of your buddies something funny you saw on YouTube or something? Do you know, like, obviously with algorithms and stuff on YouTube, like, come here, I was very into, like, conspiracy theories and stuff for a long time and kind of, you know, all that kind of stuff and... It was my my YouTube was just flooded with it. Um, but you can get rid of that. Like you can just stop looking up that stuff and look up other stuff, and eventually you don't get flooded too much with it, you know. And that can be a good thing. It can be very good for your head. It can be good for everything. And that's kind of what I'd say because, like, especially in times like this. Now, I suppose we're getting back to normal, as I say. But something that I kind of a side note. I think it's going to be hard to get back to back to normality in a lot of ways. Like, for example. We, like, we've spent so long doing other stuff. Like, even for me going out, I was used to just having, like, a few cans at home of a weekend, maybe, or something, you know. Obviously not going on a mad session or anything, but it's a it's a way different kind of atmosphere. Like, it's a way different kind of thing to be going out again and, you know, having to try and get home, stuff like that. It's a completely different ball game, like, you know. So... Yeah, that's, this is an interesting podcast, isn't it? Went from uh, conspiracy theories to um, to going over for points. But I suppose I'm just trying to focus on the positive things. And 
for me myself, I'm going to try and be more compassionate towards myself when I'm creating projects. Because, you know, that's kind of just what I love to do. At the end of the day, regardless, it doesn't matter how much I achieve in it. I love doing what I do. And, again, the biggest mistake anyone can ever make is to value who you are as a person based on what you're doing. But I'm a devil for that. Like, I'm an absolute devil for doing that. But it's kind of just something that comes with it, I think. Like, I think... I think anybody who's ever been involved in some sort of creative process has judged themselves based on how it is like. Um, so if anybody famous is listening here, I'd like you to come on my podcast, you know, if you can. <laughs> yeah, so, like, as I say, look, I'm, I'm trying to focus on, 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 the, on the more positive things in life. So anyway, how are you all doing anyway? <laughs> oh, lads, I have to say, no, like, it's... um. It's great to be getting back to normality. Like, even just the little things like being able to make plans again, you know. Like, the lockdown went on for way too fucking long. Like, it went, it was starting to become a fucking head wreck. Like, it was going on for way too long. And, like, I suppose if you're ever feeling low on yourself, I think the best thing to tell yourself, and it is an achievement, like, don't, don't fucking take it for granted. It's an achievement that you got through the lockdown, like. It's an achievement that you're still you're you know, you're 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 pushing forward again and all the rest. That's an achievement because it's not an easy thing. Like you spend most of your life being able to do whatever you want, and then suddenly you're restricted. Like so many people that I've been talking to who were genuinely the toughest people I've ever met, like I have a buddy there who's tough out, like there's nothing at all whatever bother him. Like, he's well able. Like, obviously, he's human at the end of the day or whatever, but there's nothing that's too hot or heavy for him. But even he came to me a few months ago and said, like, I'm actually, I can't hack it anymore, man. I'm, fu- like, I'm, my head is fucking fried, like, you know? And, like, I appreciate that because, I, I, I like, I've, I've felt anxieties around kind of lockdown and stuff that I never, I never really felt at any other stage of my life. And it's a kind of a sense of, hopelessness is what I kind of felt no I did look I'm like this isn't me coming out being like oh Jesus Christ I was at me with I was like look I was pushing away I was doing lots of different things but I found when I didn't have an awful lot to do is when it hit me of Jesus Christ when is this going to be over like and that's that's a fuck it's a it's a shitty realization like you know it's a kind of a it's a kind of a ah fuck like where where am I gonna go with this next or whatever like so like that's that, so 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 it's not to be taken for granted how far you've come like and I mean that honestly like I to anybody like <laughs> it's like I'm arguing with someone I mean it I mean it seriously but I do actually mean it I mean if you ever feel like you're doubting yourself for anything just remember you have come far at the end of the day like you have actually done very well to get as far as you have in this pandemic and now we're coming out the other side, lads. Vaccines are being rolled out properly. It won't be long before we're all vaccinated. We'll be able to go places again. We'll be able to see what we want, do what we want. So keep your heads held high, lads. I didn't know what to do for this episode, really, but I think I might end it now. Um, I was kind of just going to go on. I was kind of just going to go on a bit of a rant about how I've been feeling about this show and stuff. And I like, I like what I did today. So maybe with a bit more structure, I can do this podcast like it is now. A bit better, you know. 
And lads, I suppose I'm going to end it there. But thanks very much for listening. And thanks very much for supporting me. There's one thing I will ask though. If you are listening to this podcast, could you please, like, please take the time to like the podcast. Maybe review it if you could. Um, I think on rss.com you can review it. Um, or you can just just share it, share it on social media. Share it on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you got for that TikTok toxicity. Um, anything you can, just share it. Like, And I'd really appreciate that if you could. And that's kind of the way I'm going to move forward, lads. But thanks very much for listening. As I say, like this episode is probably sounds like a lot of bollocks or whatever. It's probably taken on things or whatever. But okay, I, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about at the end of the day. I really don't. But thanks very much for listening anyway. I'll talk to you again soon, lads. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. bye, bye.